0: girl so today's episode we are going to do three haunted cemeteries that you can visit part one so the first one will be the Paris catacombs in France so this one it's actually um, it's really really creepy I this is like probably my dream to go to in Paris. Hopefully someday. Um, I do want to apologize. Samara's in the background, my dog. Um, so she's eating. So anyways, um, so legend says if you are in the catacombs at night, voices will try to persuade you to venture deeper until you become lost. So, it can get very dark under the city of lights and the catacombs of Paris. The bones of six million people fill a maze of tunnels and rooms. The femurs and tibias <laughs> and skulls piled high onto walls and stuffed into every nook and cranny in the limestone. The bones got here starting in the seventeen hundreds. When heavy rains unleashed, floods that uprooted corpses from the Middle Ages in the city crowded Holy Innocent Cemetery. Officials packed the bones and stashed them in the defunct quarry where the constant 57-degree temperatures would keep them well preserved. The bones kept coming until the last remains were deposited in 1859. A small portion of the 186 miles of tunnels is open to the public to gawk at the bizarre artistic displays of bones arranged as crosses and other shapes. Urban Adventures, Cod, Go. What Lies Beneath, As Above, So Below, great horror film a 2014 found footage horror movie follows urban explorers into the roped off sections of the catacombs underground so um adventures go underground for parties concerts or simply for peace and solitude among the dead some have been known to go beyond the approved locations into secret swimming pools. In 2017, teenagers got lost for three days, perhaps allured by what some say are the taunting voices of the spirits of the dead, urging the living to go deeper and deeper into the catacombs until they have no idea how to get out. Rescue dogs found thieves who made it back to safety. Others have not been so lucky. In 1793, during the French Revolution, Philibert Asper, a doorkeeper of the nearby Val de Grace Hospital, ventured into the catacombs via a staircase in the hospital courtyard. His body was not discovered until 11 years later. The second one. St. Louis Cemetery number one. Now, this one I really, really want to go to so, so bad. So, apparently a voodoo queen reigns over this historic graveyard in New Orleans. I think I said Missouri. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's in Louisiana, actually. I'm sorry. So getting buried above ground has a couple advantages in New Orleans. For one, it accommodates the high water table in the city where digging a grave sees the whole fill of the water. More importantly, it helps the spirits make a smooth getaway. Voodoo queen Marie Laville, for instance, simply can't stay put in her tomb which is one of the hundreds that line the narrow pathways in this 200-year-old city of the dead just a few blocks from the Mississippi River, famous for thrilling and sometimes terrifying the city's elite in the 19th century by reading their fortunes and then filing away their secrets for future use. died in 1881 and each 79 didn't seem to want to rest peacefully when not strolling the French Quarter in her red and white turban. She's been known to pinch cemetery visitors who feel, don't believe in voodoo. Then there's Henry Vines, an early 19th century sailor who purchased a tomb in the cemetery and entrusted his boarding house. To maintain the paperwork while he was off at sea. But when Vines returned, he found that the devious perpetrator had sewed the tomb and the sailor would end up buried in an unmarked grave. Visitors now say they see him wandering the graveyard in search of his rightful tomb. The most unusual name associated with the cemetery is actor. Nicholas Cage, who, while still very much alive, intends to spend eternity here, having purchased a nine foot gleaming white pyramid inscribed with the land phrase, Omnia up uno, all from one. And yeah, so apparently there is like visitors also leave offerings and scratch triple X's onto Marie Levyu's tomb in the hopes she'll grant their voodoo wishes. And so the third one is called the Highgate Cemetery England. A resting place for London's elite spurs tells of a vampire. <laughs> Does a tall, dark vampire lurk among the Gothic tombs of England's leading right? Of politics, business, and culture? <laughs> that question became more than academic. It sparked something of an invasion that locos are still smarting over. Once London's high society clamored for a plot in Highgate Cemetery, competing against each other to carve the most elaborate headstones and construct the most lavish tombs and maus- mausoleums. Opened in 1839, this 20 acre graveyard, only five miles from Buckingham Palace, offers an oasis of beauty, rest, and status. Trees and wildflowers flourished, and foxes scampered among the tombstones of luminaries like novelist George Eliot, revolutionary philosopher Carl and the parents of writer Charles Dickens. In the years after World War II, the cemetery fell out of favor and into neglect, the flora overtaking the headstones, which cracked and tumbled in the English weather. By the 1960s, the gates were locked, and the graveyard was all but abandoned, left to vandals. And ghost. In the 1970s, reports swept the UK media that a vampire was roaming gates, sending curiosity seekers clambering over the walls. took notice, and shot horror films, especially in the Kremlin ruins, all to the locals and to the families of the dead who urged people to stay home and let the dead rest in peace. There are no ghosts here at all, the cemetery official um, toting local paper. It seemed to settle down until an amateur photographer snapped a photo of a fuzzy figure. Some believed it was vampire some say it's a trick of the light others wonder the talents of the high gates vampire we're not so outrageous after all so yeah it's it's really uh, crazy that so apparently according to lore the high gate high gates vampire can kill foxes with just a stare how scary <laughs> Um, I really love it. It looks so old. It kinda almost looks like a mansion. I'm not kind of I don't know. It gives me a lot of like blind manner vibes. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you do, please let me know. And if you ever do need a friend to talk to about absolutely anything, you can reach me in my seven cups link in description below, so go check that out, and until then, I hope you have a great one, and I hope you sleep well, and um, smile and laugh, and don't forget that you are so loved, and until then, I love you, adios,